Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to check us out live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Rob Parker. And we are coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. And we are got we? an announcement. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back in L.A. L.A., I'm back home. It was so great to be back. The weather's just beautiful. And with my man, Rob Parker. And remember, I'm Peach. No, you you are reunited oh. after. I haven't seen you in 23 months, almost two years. Man, think I, about I it. I left on March 14th, 2020, and, thinking I'd be gone for about three weeks. And remember, I was coming off the Golden Girls cruise, and I was the plague, and so nobody yeah, wanted me mad. around. You were mad. We left uh, with you angry at the whole uh, yes, crew. I was. I was just beside you went myself. Right in the quarantine. Yes, I was like, <laughs> what? 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 What are we talking about? You're like, I'm fine. Flu? What is this? Yes. Yeah, yeah, Who yeah. knew? But uh, yeah, we are. We're here at the Radio Row. This is pretty good uh, to be back. I love right? the setup. As always, Fox Sports Radio. We always we do it one big. Of the best setups, if not the best. And uh, this is beautiful. No doubt. This is awesome, man. And uh, I was so happy to be back in L.A. I went to the beach and just laid out for about four hours. Yeah, right. <laughs> you didn't get any sun. I know. I know. No, <laughs> no the weather hits you, man. Wow. It's great you to just, be here. That's the thing that I, I don't think if people really understand, like, L.A., is that here we are in the middle of February, right, almost the middle of February. You get off the plane from New Jersey oh. – and it's 75 degrees, and yep. it's just it, – it, it rejuvenates you, it doesn't really it? It really does. I, I, I thought I felt good in Jersey at, in 10-degree weather, but I realized, no, I didn't feel good. Now I feel good in right. this weather. So it's great to be back. But we're we going to have a great show as always, man. So keep it locked right here on Fox Sports Radio, the iHeartRadio app, or Sirius XM Channel 83, however you may be listening for the next three hours, stick with us. We got Shannon Sharp, the Hall of Famer. Obviously the co-host of Undisputed with Skip and Shannon. He'll join us at the bottom of the hour. And then Shekel City. But uh, Rob, let's, we got the Rob I Couple crew. Rob G is here right next to us. Yes. Looking good. Still husky, but looking good. Uh, <laughs> Steve DeSager on the updates and on the ones and the twos, our man. Our man. Iowa Sam. Iowa Sam. Right. I was going to say, Elijah's out here Elijah's on the crew. Here. Yes. And yes. our boss, Scott, Scott Shapiro. Yes. Watching us with a Scott was a like, who is that guy? Who is that guy? <laughs> I think I hired this guy like eight, nine years ago or something like that. Right, right, right. Well, we are we're excited to be here. It's good to see everybody. And we got a lot of stuff to talk about, Rob. So we, we've been waiting for an African-American head coach to be hired in the NFL. And finally – of all teams, the Houston Texans. But well, wait a minute. I think the guy who got hired at the Dolphins is multiracial. No? Oh, okay. What, what races? <laughs> but nobody knows. Did they Did say his, know the races? his grandfather's black, grandmother's black? Is that what it is, Rob G? 
the one drop rule. His uh, his dad is black. His dad oh, his is dad. black. Okay, yeah. okay, all right. So, then. but he doesn't consider himself black. He doesn't. He considers himself multiracial. Yes, which is very strange to me. Yeah, but he I doesn't mean, look black. Oh, yeah, at all. Have you seen the picture, Rob G? No, like you, if you maybe if, his dad's light skin if, and is black, but light skin. But if you would have said, to, if you would have shown me his picture and asked me if he was mixed, I wouldn't. You I wouldn't even think no. so. Wow. wow. So, okay. so that's why I think but he, he goes by multi. Consider himself black. No, wow. he considers himself multiracial. That's what okay. is the term that he. But used. that's not on the census, is it? No, there's you no such yeah. thing. So does he put black on the census? That's I'm, a good question. Yeah. I don't know. But anyway. All right. But Lovey Smith, right? We got one that does claim to be back black. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Lovey Smith hired with the Texans. I'm going to be honest. Obviously, I'm glad to see an African-American coach hired. I told you, I don't like the fact that people are going to, uh, that you know, they did a little charity case. And, and, you know, and we, can we say this? Hire. Can we say this? Lovey's probably the first retread black coach in the history of the NFL. Let's just be honest. I mean, let's which, call He's which, certainly right? a retread. This he's is his a, third, his third job, job right? and he and he coached at Illinois. I mean, like like he's had three NFL head coaching jobs. And he's a good coach, I'm gonna be honest, it doesn't like get my juices flowing. Does it do, I mean, no. it's not I I I'm think not a, he's fine. He, there are plenty he obviously of, took there, the team to the Super Bowl. And there are plenty of white guys who are probably on par with him. You right, know what I'm saying? Right. So I'm uh, not real talk. I'm not I, mad I'm at not it. I'm not mad at him at right. all, but I'm with you. It didn't move me. There were other guys looking for opportunities. I would have been moved by Eric being to me. Yes. which even Ty Bowles, it'd be his second go round. Right. But still. Um, and, and to be honest, and again, Lovey's fine. He led, you know, the Bears to the Super Bowl back in what? That was with Rex Grossman, right? Yeah. So I mean, he didn't have a great quarterback, but you could have kept David Cully. Cully did a good job. It doesn't make sense that you would get rid of Cully and then bring in and Lovey, Lovey. was already there as a DC, right? But that that says a lot, Chris, to where this whole Byron, where this is going. Bri- Bri- yeah, Brian Flores controversy and lawsuit. And the NFL feeling like, and that's just, I'm, that's how I feel. I feel like they understand and realize where they are, and right. they can't. If if they would have hired Josh McCown, they would have. It would have looked horrible for the organ for for the league as a whole. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. And you know he's on. He's going to be on the, on the staff. staff. So look and at I that. doubt Lovey. Look, look. Is that Lovey's decision? No. Probably not. All right, so it sounds to me like they're grooming him. Let's get him some experience. Right, so that he could take over. Yep, yep. And that's, you know, I don't like that at all. I don't, I don't like it either. And Lovey's in a situation, I don't know how old Lovey is now, Chris, but he probably couldn't turn it down, right, in a situation. Right. And it's a job. And he's already on the staff. He was the D.C., right? He's 63, about right. to be 64 pretty so, soon. So he could get this for the next three or four years, three years, and that's retirement age. Right, right. So right. I'm not mad at him for taking a job, but it just – it smells. It's fishy. And and with Josh being on the staff, so this that's way they can the justify thing. saying exactly. now he's got experience. So when they hire him and they know that their team is not good – Yep. So that for the next What's couple Lovey years. What's Lovey got to right. do to keep his job? Right. Get to the playoffs every season? And that ain't happening. He's probably got two seasons, they're thinking. Right. Two, two or years. Three. I don't even think three. Because yeah, you said he's years. 63. That would yeah. be 65 retirement age. And and here's the thing. Even, let's say, Josh McCown's on the staff for two years. They don't make the playoffs either of these years under Lovey, which is likely. And then they hire McCown. That's still not a good look. No. 
Because you're going to be like two years? Not just black coaches, but other white coaches who have way more experience. And you're giving the job to, to Josh McCown, who's been I, whatever his position will be. I don't know if it's going to be offensive coordinator or not, on a bad team. Right. And I just wonder, who's making more money, Josh or Lovey? Man. I would, love, I would love to see Josh's contract, Chris. I'm serious. No, I bet you, it's, I right? I bet you it's much better than a first-year assistant yes. would normally get. That's for sure. So, yeah, this is not – I'm not – I mean, again, I'm happy for Lovey. He is a good coach. He's been the coach of the year. So, like, and like you said, a lot of times – I mean, we talked about Josh McDaniels. Not his third go-round, but – Lovey's been far more successful than Josh McDaniels. Oh, no. Like you just said, go down he got the to line. a Super Bowl. He yep. got to a Super Bowl. I mean, you can say Without whatever you want. Without a great quarterback. Right. Uh, getting to a Super Bowl with Rex Grossman is, is a pretty darn yep. uh, good accomplishment. And he has that in his back pocket. There aren't too many guys who are being he- named head coaches, Chris, who have gone to the Super Bowl. Right. You can say whatever you want. He didn't win it. Yeah, he didn't win it. But he got there. Right. I wonder, does he have I, – I mean, I wouldn't think so with his coaching background. Um, just probably he hasn't overlapped with Deshaun Watson. But I'm wondering, do they have any type of relationship? Because, see, to me, Rob, that should have been a big part of the consideration with Houston hiring their head coach. White or black, you should have gotten a guy that you think could have a good relationship with Deshaun. I mean, maybe it won't matter, but I, I just think they no, need to sit mean. down. Right. Don't hire who he wants, right. but sit down and say, look, we do want to keep you. Let's try to make this And right. is there what like, type like, of coach right. are you looking for? What you know? I wonder if they had a conversation, but I doubt I, it. Yeah, I don't yeah. think so. He wasn't around for basically the year, so I, so I doubt that they're really – and it looks like they, they've moved on from him. Like he won't be a part of whatever they're doing. He'll get another chance in the league, obviously, but somewhere else. So it's, it's – it, it, I'm bothered by the whole thing and where it's going and and the NFL probably saying to the Texans, you got to do this for us. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, like, yeah. Like, we need you, okay? Yeah. Yep. You, you got to do this, bite the bullet, hire somebody who's going to work for us and, get, and help our image. I right. believe that that conversation kind of went on, Chris. Right. Because Lovey's name was not in the mix at all. No. Nope. And then all of a sudden. There was talk that they might not even bring him back as a D.C. Right. But, but normally, and so now you're going to promote him to head but coach? But normally when you get rid of Cully, right, if he was his D.C., then you get rid of the staff. Right. And if you've got a new coach, he's going to bring in his own people. Right. And I, you know the league is in conversations with Houston. Oh, no Because doubt. Houston's a mess. Right. And you're like, even forget the racial element. The fact that you're looking at a high school coach, I don't care that he played in the league. That doesn't mean you're going to all of a sudden be a great head coach. I I just don't think you can do that in the NFL. I think the NBA, baseball, you can coach without experience. Right. The NFL, I just don't think so. Because of all the uh, intricacies. Yeah, your staffs are bigger. Right. And what you got to be able to delegate and understand. What are you running? Absolutely. What, what kind of, are you? A, are you a defensive team? Or are you just trying to outscore people? What What's your identity? And that has a lot to do with the coach. Right. It really does. We've seen coaches take over, Chris. And if they were running a 4-3 or a 3-4, all of a sudden it changes. One of the players who had a big right. role, all of a sudden he didn't have a role anymore. Absolutely. They're not running a 4-3. It's the 3-4, yep. and now you're out. We saw that with Dallas right? a year ago when they right. were terrible defense. Then they bring in Dan Quinn, 
go back to playing something more fitting to the players, and they have a very good defense. So, so yep. Yeah. Uh, all right, we're going to throw it out to you guys. 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369 is, is the Lovey Smith hire in Houston almost a slap in the face towards black coaches. We will continue the conversation with you next. It's Chris and Rob reunited. I'm Herb <laughs> on the odd couple. That was a slip All right, peaches. <laughs> Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. All right, it's Chris and Rob live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Your turn to weigh in is the Houston Texans hiring of Lovey Smith, which appears to be kind of a concession to the league and Brian Flores with the lawsuit and everything because they're putting Josh McCown on the staff. It just seems like it's a move made to get the league uh, another black coach and, and get people off their back. Uh, but – and that's – look, that, that people are going to feel that way no matter who it was. Yeah, But, but we're but just saying like give him that. a fair right. shot. Is he getting a fair shot? Or are you just paying him to be a front man right. to another fraudulent situation, and in two years you get yep. rid of him and then no you matter got the how guy. he does. Right, and then you get the guy you really wanted, Josh right. McCown, who you couldn't really hire given the climate and what the NFL's going through with a lawsuit. Absolutely. That, that's what it feels like. All right, eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. Let's kick it off with Leo in New York City. You're on the Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. What up, Leo? Uh, hey, guys. We, we avoided it. We almost got shut out this iron cycle. Uh, but now we got two black coaches. So, hey, kudos to us, right? Yeah. I, I guess. Am I supposed <laughs> to feel good? Because the black guys we were looking at are still on the outside looking in. That's I right. Know. And I know. And I had to say, hey. Mike McDaniel is black. If we're going to sit here and claim Chris Broussard is black, we oh, have to accept oh, Mike oh, McDaniel. Oh, Chris, oh, wow. on, people. Oh, wow. I've been black forever. Uh, Chris, I've never Chris, identified as nothing but black. Chris, yeah, I'm looking at Chris. Mike. And, and here's the other thing. I don't know. I don't have any white relatives that I know. Of. Like, right. that's way, way, way decades back. But he does look, yeah, a lot of these pictures, wow. He does look Am white. I right? Yeah. Chris, that's not what Kwame Brown says, but anyways. Yeah, Kwame. Uh, oh, it's Kwame. I thought his 15 minutes was what'd over. What'd he say? What'd he say? That well, Chris he said, I'm light bright. Oh, yeah, he does. Look. Chris, some of the pictures, he when he puts the glasses on, he looks. Really? Uh, like those? Then you could. Uh, all right. All right. But, but I got to say, uh, you know what? At the end of the day, uh, 
Love is going to be another Kali. You know what? In two years, he's going to have a bad record. He has no quarterback in right. a bad team. They're going to have an excuse to sack him again and then put the guy that they really want. And in two years, we'll be right back in the starting blocks like we are right now. This is just, you know, a travesty, really. Well, to it, be it honest, is, what, what you it could is. see, you're right, Leo, what you could see in the works Thanks for the call. is, again, remember, Brian Flores, one of the things he said was they were willing to pay him to tank. Isn't Houston going to be tanking? Next year, in 2023, C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young, two potentially franchise that could quarterbacks. could turn the team around. Right. right. Be horrible. You draft one of them. And then even maybe then they go to try to go to Josh McCown. Right. Oh, he's a quarterback. He can teach him. He can relate to it him. It might be a one year until it blows over. Or until yep. they, and, it's, and they're paying you. Right. Like, like David Culley, I'm sure they're he telling. Hey, he got 22 million. He 22 million. Be quiet. All so. right. Henry from Houston. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Henry? Greetings from H-Town. What's uh, up, brother? Let me, you, let me tell you guys, I've been following this ever since they fired Cully, and at no time was Lovey Smith's name mentioned. No, Not I agree. At Not at all. Right. I don't remember it either. The nope. quote, Brian Flores, this is a sham hire. They wanted, they really wanted for, for weeks the uh, local medium, John McCain, I'm pretty sure you guys are familiar with him, who's uh, locked in with the right. NFL and the Texans had been saying Josh McCown was the guy. But the optics, okay, yep. you hire a guy that has never coached in the NFL, high school coach, and you hire him, oh, we having all this controversy concerning yep. black coaches. So this, this was a sham hire. Uh, the Texans will be bad for the next couple of years, but check this out. Now they're going to finally start getting draft picks. They didn't have any, any first-round picks for the last couple of years thanks to uh, Bill O'Brien. But now this team is going to start getting a lot of high draft picks. And just when this team is getting ready to turn the corner and those picks start paying off if they pick the right people, Smith will be, will be gone. We talked about that last week. Yep. Put him in position to, to go through the, the rough years and then when you're ready to turn the corner – Giving it to a white guy. And, and because if they wanted to just hire, they would have hired one of the hot, young, black right, coordinators. Right, and just right? say, okay, go ahead. You know what? Yep. We'll, we'll ride it out with you for a couple of years till we get some other players. Yep. And then you'll get the, 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 uh, the, the um, structure of the team. Right. And Change what you're trying to culture and all that. And then in three years, you'll be ready to make that next step. But they don't even wait, want to do that. They're right away going to get, and I said it before, and I say it, like a retread black coach. And yeah. That, right? I mean, yep. that's that's th- three jobs now for Lovey. Uh, Dave in NYC, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Dave? Did we lose Dave? Dave. Yeah, yeah I'm here. Can you hear me? Oh. Yeah, yep, we can. Go yep, go ahead, Dave. Hey, what's up, guys? Yeah, I was just trying to make a point. Well, first of all, the Texans are a horribly run organization, they, they're, no coach, no good coaches want to go there, whether it be Eric Bieniemy or anything. So they have to hire crappy coaches. And then there's a pattern going on. I see a pattern going on in the league where they hire black coaches on the worst teams. Yeah. So they give them horrible rosters, make them tank, and right. then once they get good rosters, then then they fire them. Yep. Okay, so they don't get a shot, which is what which is what Flores is going after. Yeah, thank no, you, thank you for the call. Appreciate it. Absolutely. 
live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. We're waiting on Shannon Sharp, Hall of Fame tight end, co-host of Undisputed with Skip and Shannon on FS1. And uh, Rob, did you watch any of the Pro Bowl? Uh, not one second of it. You know I'm not. I'm an anti-Pro Bowl guy. I haven't watched it for, okay, forever. We'll, okay. we'll get to it. Shannon Sharp, what's up, brother? Yo, How you doing? What up? Chris, what's going on? Detroit, what it is, man? Yo, yo. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, brother. We yes. know you got a busy schedule, so we appreciate it. Let, let's get right to it. Um, you saw the Houston Texans hire Lovey Smith. Yes. Look, we're happy to see another African-American coach, obviously. But it just feels like they're going to put Josh McCown on the staff. <laughs> obviously, you know, Lovey's now is his yep. third time around. But did, does this feel like just a some, Yeah, yeah, that they're doing, you know, in a couple years he'll be fired and, and McCown will take to, over. They wanted to hire Josh McCown so bad. But the NFL said, ain't no way we're going to allow you to hire a high school coach that doesn't have, that doesn't call plays for his son's team with all these qualified candidates, NFL, black, white, Latino, whatever the case may be. And then somehow, hold on, why Lovey Smith can't learn his own staff? How does Josh McCown get put on Lovey Smith's staff? Shannon, this is a guy. It's a guy who went to the Super Bowl, and, and, and they make him take Josh McCown? Of course, because, because here's the thing, though, Rob. We got to get him some coaching experience. So now if he's on the staff, we can yep. say, okay, he's qualified to be a head coach. Whereas before, because we had never seen a guy become an NFL head coach coaching high school football. Now maybe they take one and they put him on the staff. He's an assistant. Maybe he's a position coach. But to be a head coach with no experience? Nah, we've never seen that. So this, we, we see what they're doing. We, this is what they do in Houston. We, look, we saw it before with Romeo Cornell. When Bill O'Brien right. demoted Romeo Cornell from defensive coordinator, put the linebacker coach, which was Mike Vrabel, because it would look better yep. if he were to audition for a head coaching job being the D.C. Okay, he becomes D.C., gets the job at Tennessee. They re-promote Romeo Cornell once he leaves, and he becomes defensive coordinator again. So I'm not surprised these are the antics that they use at Houston. Hey, hey Shannon, I, I wrote a column, and Chris and I have talked about it too, uh, and Tiki Barber, I don't know, if I'm sure you've seen his comments, uh, where he was defending the Mara family and, and their history or whatever. And, and, and I look at this, Shannon, and say, this is part of the problem because every time that uh, – you know, some of these white owners get caught up or whatever. These guys come running out to yeah, save to save the day and say, oh, no, the, the Maras <laughs> are great people. They treat me right. And what right. are you talking about? The Giants have had five assistant black coaches in 97 years. And, and right. that's what we're talking about. And, and I, even, I even said that Tony Dungy did it, too, with John Gruden where he apologized basically for him, said, hey, let's just move on. And then Bob somebody did moved. it with Bob McNair. Am I with right? Bob McNair said the inmates are running. Yes. But see, that's what they do. You got to find someone with a pristine, a number with a good image and have him, uh, you know, I got and they go support him. So, look, this is what I tell, you know, guys, Chris, Rob, we've all been around other professional athletes and entertainers. When people ask me what is such and such like, I say he cool with me. I can't speak to how he's going to be with you. Right, I'm saying right. such and such is cool with me. He, she is cool with me. Now, 
you might have a totally different experience. Right. Because someone treat me good, I'm not going to put my whole reputation on someone because how they treated me. Because right. might, you might have a totally different experience. No, nah, that, that's the truth. That's the truth. So, Shannon, what, what do you think is, I mean, it's the million-dollar question, so I don't expect you to have all the answers. But what do you think is an answer that the NFL could do to just get more fairness in terms of hiring, you know, black coaches? Uh, Chris, let me ask you a question. Who are you going to allow to come in your house and tell your wife what to cook in your kitchen? <laughs> nah, I hear you. What NFL, <laughs> what NFL owner that paid $1 billion, $2 billion, $3, $4 billion for a franchise is going to allow someone that's outside to tell them who, or, who they should hire? Right. It's just not going to work. You're going to have to get – look, you're going to ho- hopefully uh, – see, the thing is with the NFL, and, and I might get in trouble for saying this, but I think the NFL is more concerned about looking racist as opposed to being because if the, the, the mere mention – they see the practices, what's going on. They know what's going on. Right. But no, I don't no. know how – and I believe Roger Goodell wants to, try, wants to have a more inclusive – he wants the NFL to be more representative. Because you got 71% of the players that are African-American, and I think they've done a great job of hiring more minorities in the league office. But Roger Goodell doesn't run the NFL. The 32 right. owners run the he NFL. He works for the owners. They tell him what to do. Right. Now, now Shannon. So I don't I, really know what they can do. I really don't know. I would like to see the NFL for us to have guys that, are, you know, that, that get an opportunity. Like, you know, I would like to see a black coach do what Josh McDaniel did and be able to get a job. Have a job. They're about to introduce you at the press conference. You send them an email or a fax. Say, "Nah, I'm gonna stay where I'm at and get another job." And, you and think not, that could happen? And not only that, no Shannon, way. he got he got fired in Denver for cheating. Exactly. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. But you see what they what did Josh McDaniels do? He got the job and he brought his general manager. Brian Leftwich <laughs> tried to do the same thing at Jacksonville. They say, "Nah, you take Trent Balky or you're not gonna get right. the job." He said, well, I'll stay where I am. Right. You see, what they do is that they bring their guys on. So now I'm insulated. We got two like minds that think alike. John Gruden did the same thing with Mike Mayock. Yep. So, but at the end of the day, this is what it comes down to, guys. You can hire all the blacks you want. There's a reason why Mike Tomlin has been at Pittsburgh for 15 years. He's had a, one quarterback for 15 years. If you do not have a quarterback, black, white, red, brown, you're not going to last long. Now, if you're white, you're probably going to get an opportunity to last longer, but it's going to end, and it's going to end bad. Now, let me ask you, is there any way, and I know the power and, and, and financial structure of players in the NFL is so splintered that the majority of players aren't the big-time players making big money. It's the guys who, who Shannon, might play three and a half years and, and have yeah. to get every dime. Am I right? right? And they can't afford to fight or sit out a season because they might not ever get back in the league. And so, right, right where, where we saw in the, in the NBA when Donald Sterling was exposed, they went and said, we're not playing the playoffs. We won't play a game in the playoffs, and they got him removed ASAP. The right. players don't have the power in the NFL, or, or do they, to make something happen? Because I believe the only way you can change things, Shannon, has to come from the players. Because you just said it. The owners aren't going to buy into anything unless, unless they're, they're forced, forced. forced to do it. Right. You're absolutely right. But let me, here's the thing. The players will not unite together 
in order to stand behind each other to get guaranteed contracts. Oh, you're right. So you think that you think they're going to you think they're going to stand right? behind somebody that's going to uh, a coach or, or black uh, to have more black coaches? They, they won't would, say, look. Thank you. They, they would. They wouldn't stand behind Colin Kaepernick. Right. No. 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 I mean, and that's why they don't have guaranteed contracts. That's why basketball players have guaranteed contracts. That's why baseball say we're going to shut it down. You ain't playing no World Series. Yep. Right, right, you right. Keep, when you you got to think in terms of like that. If you were to shut it down and say, we're not playing the Super Bowl until you come and we want some guaranteed money. Yep. We play the game, but, you know, you give them an extra $100,000 and you say, you know what, instead of having 13 practice practices, you'll have 10 and you'll have a couple of days, you know, you can't go back to back. You know, they bargain for petty privilege. You right. can smoke. Like you can black. smoke weed. Right. You know what I right. mean? Like that's what they're bargaining right. for. Right. Yes. Yes. When you look at Roger Goodell, Roger Goodell said, "I wanted lifetime medical." You think the players talk about lifetime medical? Right. Roger right. Goodell said, "I want." All you got to do look at when they when when executives when they negotiate their contract. That's how players should negotiate. Yes. That's how we should negotiate our contract. You see what they bargain for? They don't bargain for an extra day off. They don't bargain. They don't right. bargain for petty stuff. They bargain for things that they know is going to have a long-term lasting effect on their lives, not an extra practice. We are joined by Hall of Famer Shannon Sharp. Shannon, before you go, here's a football question for you. If Matt Stafford wins this game on Sunday, is he a Hall of Famer? Do you want him? Is he in your club? <laughs> Man, Shannon, you, know what? you better you better answer right because I'm gonna be mad at you if you don't. <laughs> Rob, Rob, here's the thing. By the time he's done, his numbers, he has an outside chance to catch Brady. So if he's the all-time leading passer and he has 450 touchdowns and a Super Bowl with an MVP, how do you leave him out? Yeah, I, I do. I, I think he needs to keep playing. Like, if he retired after the game, that's probably thir- not. He's only 34. But he, but right, right. So if four more yes. years, yeah, highly productive years, even if they don't win another one, then it's a yeah. great but, case. Because you're right, he's going to be top five. We've already said his numbers. He's had big yeah. numbers. A lot of them are stat pat for numbers. But I'll say this, Shannon. He was supposed to be Joe Burrow. A first overall pick that changed the franchise and changed the culture. Joe Burrow did it in two years. He never did it in in twelve years in Detroit. That's what he was supposed to do. And he had Megatron. Yeah, and he had Indomitian Sue and Nick Fairley too. Right. Yeah. 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 All right. But you're not gonna remember that, Rob. Rob, five years from now. No, I know. Right. People are not gonna even remember that he actually played in Detroit. Yeah. All they're gonna remember is that his last. His last six or seven years, eight years, was in in in, in L.A. and that's what teams that's what people are going to remember. Right, no doubt. All right, that's our man Shannon Sharp. We appreciate you, brother. Check him out tomorrow morning on Undisputed with Skip and Shannon on FS1. Thanks, brother. Thank you. All right, bro. Have a good one, guys. Yep. More eye couple coming your way. Plus, Sheckle City, Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, it is a Magic City Monday here with the iCouple live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. We are on Radio Row at the Los Angeles Convention Center, downtown L.A. And it's time for Shekel City. Welcome to Shekel City. 
the home base for Rob Parker's daily picks against the spread. Hey, Chris, you know, Shekel City, not yet sponsored by Caesar Sportsbook, but it's coming. Is it? Is it really coming? Or is, Rob G, right? It's coming. I keep hearing this no, every single day. Ooh, no. All right. It's coming. They're not right. hating what we're doing. No, let's oh, put it that yeah. way. Okay. okay. They could have okay. said no by now. Okay. Uh, Friday, you know, almost hit the hat trick. I had two, and the one game we talked about I lost. Okay. Was when uh, what was the the ten point? Remember the Pistons? Yes. Right. Yes. It, it was supposedly a, a ten point spread, and they only won by nine, so that one I lost. So two out of three Friday night. Okay. Let's get going uh, on this uh, Monday. I got the Hornets plus one at home against the Raptors. That's my best bet. The Wizards plus seven against the Miami Heat. And I got the Jazz minus seven and a half. They're hosting the Knicks up in Utah. So there you go. Hornets plus one, Wizards plus seven, and Jazz minus seven and a half. There we go. My man, Iowa Sam. Uh, And remember, I'm not telling you who to bet on. I'm just telling you who I bet on. Remember those words. Take them to the grave with you. (laughs) All right, Rob. uh, We started talking about the Pro Bowl before we had Shannon Sharp on it. You said you didn't watch a moment. I was flying from L.A. Do you normally watch it? Have you watched it the last couple of years? It's been a while. And as a kid, as a kid, I was really into it. Oh, I watched it back then. In the 70s and 80s, or for me, I watched the Pro Bowl, Chris, back then. There was more of a game. Guys didn't. You know, it wasn't guys weren't making the money that they make now and are afraid right, of that getting extra hurt. Money was right. meant something. It meant it meant something. Remember, in pro sports, not that long ago, guys used to have second jobs in the off season, right? To, to right. supplement their income, right? You didn't get paid during the. Well, of course, if you didn't play, there was no money coming in, right? Right. Yeah. So Deion Sanders ripped it. Did he really? Yeah. He said back when he he do we? Have, I don't know if we have sound of this. Okay. Here here's what he said. Lord, help me. (laughs) He tweeted this. I'm watching the NFL Pro Bowl, and I remember when we were so proud and appreciative of that accolade. We went to Hawaii to prove we were more than worthy, so we competed at practice and in the game. I wanted you to know that prime was prime. What happened and when? I don't know. Was it like that? I I can't remember. I'm guessing it also wasn't that competitive. It probably wasn't as bad as it is now. But I'll say this, Rob. I do get it. I'm sorry. I don't get – like, I get bothered when the NBA players or Major League Baseball may not compete. Right. But those aren't collision sports. Right. Like, the NBA – And you still could get hurt. But there's no reason that you can't, like, play. I'm not saying, Chris, go all out. Bust up your knee or do something crazy trying to block somebody dunking. Right. But you could play better. Baseball is the only game that they still play because you don't throw slower. You don't try to make somebody hit. It's the nature hit. of the game, right? It's the nature of the game. You just right. throw the ball over the plate. You're trying to strike the guy out. If he hits a home run, fine. It's a little different because it's not contact. Right. And it's hard to get hurt. What I get tired of right? with baseball is that they don't really play guys a lot. No, you know what I mean? Like play the a couple pitchers like, are pitching right, what, an inning. An inning, and then you might a guy might get one at bat at the right. plate, and then they bring right. somebody else in. So that, yeah, I would rather like some of the stars play. Right. I want to see those guys. Uh, but you're right. The Pro Bowl is just – I saw a lot of fans complaining. And you know but the me, ratings are great. That's yeah. the problem. But That's the, why they keep playing it. But it's the middle of the winter. There's nothing going on that Sunday – 
and they have a captive audience because what was people on are yesterday? used to football. Was like there, right. every Sunday since September, we've had football. Rob right? G, and what was on? Sudden, you were on the plane, but Rob, there was nothing else on. Am I right? No, no. There's nothing. What, what I'd like to see them do, Rob. I, I think the the competitions that they had are fine. Right, with this 40-yard dash, even though Tyreek Hill didn't really run hard and all that, not really, just didn't even try. But stuff like that is cool. I'd like to see – I didn't see all the events, but what if – did they do any – they didn't do any type of weightlifting. I'd like to see a bench press competition. That was like the old you know, superstars. The, yes, right? yes, Excuse some me. of the stuff they did with superstars I'd Remember love that? to see. When we were kids. Those were awesome. Yeah, yeah. But obstacle course and right. all that. Oh, Remember yeah. that? And they but, used to be all uh, NFL play, a lot right. of them, and, right? And across sports. Right, they right. They would compete. O.J. Simpson, I remember competing. They would compete with other athletes. And this was on, like, Saturday afternoon. That was great. Wide World of Sports. Wide World of Sports, right. But I think, Rob, instead of playing a game, just I, I think they should have a big banquet, like an ESPYs or a uh, the Grammys, you know, whatever you want to call it, but for the NFL awards. And that's when you name the, the MVP, the Offensive Player of the together, Year, the Coach of the Year. And put together so a great so highlight package. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, you just, like, just like these – like, that's one thing with all the leagues, Rob. The award should not just be dropped in randomly. Oh, here's the MVP today. Right. Have a show – where you can highlight these guys, and I think that would be great. And fans would be into it. Yeah, like I you said, highlight packages. Highlight are. packages, you could do some nice stuff and make it worthwhile and make it nice and fast so it's not drawn out like a three-hour show. Nobody wants to watch right. that. A couple but hours. Give me, give me a couple I'll hours with some hours. highlights and some, uh, some entertaining conversation and some debate. Right. You know what I mean, Chris? Right. You could do a show. No, it could be it could be very good. It could be great. All right. It's the odd couple. We got two hours left. Lock it.